Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's the Sultan of Salary. Money, please. Our very own sports financial guru. When athletes get paid, he's our go-to guy. I'm healthy, stinking rich! He's Mike Gennetti from SpotRack.com. Our go-to sports financial expert, the best in the business. You can find his work at SpotRack.com and on Twitter at S-P-O-T-R-A-C. Mike, I am sure the city of Buffalo is handling this latest playoff loss just fine. Am I right? Let's just say we didn't turn on local radio Monday morning. It's uh, it gets ugly quickly after games like that. But look, it's uh, you know it was kind of trending in this direction. I think the offense was sputtering for a month or so there. So uh, certainly there's some work to do this off season as uh, guys like me are starting to figure out. Are there people who want Sean McDermott fired? I mean, obviously there's going to be a small contingent, but is there a legitimate contingent of fans that want to see that or? Or did he handle the DeMar Hamlin situation so well that he's kind of like, like it's blasphemous to even say that up there? Yeah, no, we're not there. I mean, yeah, you're right. There's a pocket of radio callers doing that kind of stuff. But I think, uh, you know, the people that watched, like I mentioned, the past four or six weeks are blaming more of uh, offensive scheme and a lack of weapons and uh, some injuries, possibly to Josh and uh uh, I think there's a little bit more savvy conversation to be had than just chopping the head coach off here. Isn't that crazy? Because then this will lead us right into the roster construction portion of this conversation for Buffalo. I don't remember anybody saying up until now when they lost to the Bengals in somewhat embarrassing fashion. I don't remember anyone saying, yeah, it's the talent that's going to hold Buffalo back. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, that's like a common theme. We're all saying it. So exactly. what am I missing here? Yeah, this was, I think, the most talented roster. I think that was the consensus heading into the preseason. And uh, uh, I didn't super disagree. They, they lost two wide receivers to injury, not, not important wide receivers. Uh, they just didn't get the production. They didn't run the ball like they thought they were going to run the ball. They, you know, the tight end didn't catch the 60 passes I thought they were going to catch. It was just underperforming on the offensive side of the ball, I thought, most of the season, and uh, it turned into hero ball, right? It was just, uh, let's throw it down 30 yards and see if we can score touchdowns. So what's next for Buffalo, then? What's the next move they have to make in terms of their roster? What are they? What kind of wiggle room do they have to make sure, as best as they can, that this kind of thing doesn't happen to them again next year while their window's still open? Yeah, they're in the red right now, so there's four or five contract restructures for those big new deals that have to get done just to get them healthy. And then it's, uh, it's a focus on the defense, actually. It's all this offensive talk, but they've got two big starters, and uh, Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer set to leave. I think both end up leaving for bigger money. And uh, and then it's about you know backfilling. You've got to add some depth to the defensive line. you got to probably bring in a body or two to the offensive line. And you're right, it's a, it's a now situation. So this is not about going to find a fourth-round wide receiver. I think they're going to have to go and aggressively shop the trade market for a bona fide 
ready to drop in and go wide receiver two and, and see if that is the key that, that Josh Allen needs to get more wins next year. I was looking at the projected cap space for NFL teams on your site. I recommend everybody go and do that, spotrack.com. I figured the Jags would be like middle of the road at the at the worst. I know they spent a lot of money in the last free agency period, but they're third from the bottom. Is this Jags roster set in stone? Are they going to lose pieces? Because well, usually you look at teams that are young and you think, oh, they'll just add in free agency, but it looks like they're not going to be able to do that. Yeah, you hit the nail, though. It's about that big burst last year. So they put in $160 million guaranteed in free agency last year. And generally what happens when teams do that is they structure the first year to be nice and friendly for them, and then that second year just balloons. So this is that second-year cap balloon. They're just going to have to restructure six or seven bodies this offseason. It's pretty standard stuff. Most of it's already written in stone. Um, and they, they also don't have a lot of holes. They don't have a lot this time around that they have to go and you know, plug three secondary pieces or, or two, two members of the offensive line or bring back a left tackle uh, and, and add another left tackle like they did last offseason. So they're in way better shape right now. Uh, I do think the secondary will get addressed a little bit here, possibly with the cap, cap casualty in check, Griffin. Uh, and then, you know, more work through the draft. But, yeah, this is all pretty standard stuff for a team that went, you know, buck wild last offseason. So looking at these uh, these contracts uh, or, or the cap space available for some of these teams, the Bucks cap situation is even worse than Jacksonville's, and they're, uh, they're not young. <laughs> uh, we covered that last week. It, it, but my theory is that when looking at the cap, that that's the reason they chose to retain – Todd Bowles. He did a really bad job coaching this team. Objectively a bad job, but it's almost like what's the point in firing a coach? I got to give him his buyout money for what? Like what is this team actually going to be next year? We're kind of stuck in the mud. Do you think that that could be why they retain the coach because they realize that they kind of just are what they are? Yeah, I think it makes a heck of a lot of sense when you put it that way. And you're right about the, the financial part of it. They, there's a lot of contracts that they absolutely cannot walk away from. Uh, and those players should be good enough to keep for one more year. So there's a world where they just get healthy and look way better and actually win more ball games next year, you know, quarterback pending, of course. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's overreacting too much, A, because they did win the division, ugly as it was. And B, because of what you said, they uh, they don't have a better path forward. So why really try to rip everything down when that can't happen until 2024 at least? What about the Dallas Cowboys? What's next for them? And uh, do you think the Tony Pollard injury, the fibula uh, that he broke, it, does that impact his venture into free agency? Maybe, but there were so many available running backs that it, it was all going to be suppressed anyway. Uh, you know, I had him at about nine million. It's still where he belongs. It's you know, it's middle of the road for running backs right now, and, and, and he had a year and a half of really top flight work. So, I, I, what I think it does, Brandon, is it guarantees a franchise tag. He's going to get that ten million dollar tag. Uh, he probably plays on that ten million dollar tag now with this injury and this recovery time. And uh, and then it turns to Zeke Elliott. Does this mean they keep Zeke Elliott as insurance? Probably not on this contract unless he takes a massive pay cut next year. Uh, I would not recommend that. I think this is the right time to get out of that thing. But that's generally not how Jerry Jones operates. He loves to keep his uh, his big weapons around and show them off. He does. He loves his old toys. Uh, let's transition to the NBA. We have uh, been focusing a lot of attention here locally on the return of Jonathan Isaac back on an NBA floor for the first time since the bubble, which feels like it was 14 years ago. Uh, he made his return last night. He, and Orlando did something unique with his contract in the offseason, really minimizing the risk with him. Can you remind me and our audience 
what that was that they were able to pull off and making sure that they're not kind of stuck if this goes south again? Yeah, so they built in non-guarantees to basically every single year of this contract. It's uh, it's a little bit, you know, in 2022, he was going to get most of this money, and now he definitely is. It's past January 10th, so he's fully guaranteed now for the rest of this season, but uh, not as much next year. He's only $7.6 million guaranteed off of a $17.4 million cash hit next season, so it's it's significant uh, what they can do with him after this year. So, you know, it's now basically a three- to four-month showcase, which, you know, he's had over and over. But that's really what he's dealing with right now because if he's not the guy and they don't want to take up a roster spot with him next year, they can now move on. Uh, we've seen teams take on $7.6 million at one time. We've seen them stretch that out over five years, which they can do. Uh, so I, I think it's, it's really a, a final couple months here to showcase that he can stick on this roster. Otherwise, they've got bigger fish to fry. Well, if uh, 10 minutes played tells us anything, I think he's going to stick around a minute. He looked pretty good last night. Rui Hachimura to the Lakers. Do you like the move for uh, LeBron and the gang? <laughs> I just feel like this is – we had to do something just to stop everything because everything's been, you know, at level at threat level red yeah. still since, uh, you know, the off season. Yeah, he's – the latest Washington Wizards player to underachieve and have to go somewhere else and see if he can, you know, the change of scenery works. I like the player. I liked him coming out of the draft. Uh, you know, this is just the start of the Wizards breakdown. So if the Lakers wanted to do that for second round picks, I, I get it. Uh, I would expect the Wizards to do a heck of a lot more over the next couple of weeks. And I don't know that the, that the Lakers do. This might be their one singular move to hang on to those first-round picks. I, I was surprised to see the the Wizards give up on him. I mean, they've got, like, nothing back for him. And this is a player that, yeah, he is maybe not hitting the ceiling that that you think athletically he should be able to hit, but he's still a good player. Do you feel like they kind of sold – it almost seems like they sold low on him. Yeah, it's a cap dump. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. It's, uh, it's a typical – mid-season, mid-market team that just wants to shed some salary, pick up some draft picks because that's what the uh, that's how you stay young and cheap in this league. Is that for their effort? Do you think they're going to go hard after Kyle Kuzma? Uh, I think they're going to trade Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think he's the next out the door. I think he might be the, one of the biggest trade prospects that we have this, this, this deadline. I don't think the big names are going to move now that so many teams have shaken up quite a bit. Uh, I've seen him, seen him quite a bit. He's really progressed into a nice, nice complimentary player. So I, I expect the contenders to nab him off that team next. All right, let's wrap with your Super Bowl pick. I'm asking all of the guests this. Uh, representative from the AFC, representative from the uh, AFC, who you got? Yeah, Chiefs 49ers is the best matchup for me. I think that's the most interesting, even though it's nothing against the Eagles. That's a loaded, loaded team. But I think uh, Mahomes versus the 49ers, once again, is just good business. I think with that pick right there, we've officially hit every possible combination, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> I love it. Mike Gennetti, sports financial analyst, the best in the game. You can find his work at spotrack.com and on Twitter at S-P-O-T-R-A-C. He's got a podcast as well. You can download wherever you download your favorites. Thanks so much, Mike. Coming up next, an update on Aaron Rodgers and something that I may or may not watch tonight. I'm going to need your help on that. Our final four things next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.